Hello and welcome to another episode of Streaming with a Purpose, where we will inspire and motivate you to live your best life on purpose. For some, that could mean earning extra income, doing what they love. For others, it could mean doing something different than they've ever done before and allowing your purpose to sustain you. Doing something you've never done before can be challenging, hard, and scary. I speak to people who were once where you are and are now living their purpose and want to encourage you to live your life to the fullest. I am your host, Sylvia Montgomery. Let's take a listen to our next guest. Hello and welcome to another episode of Streaming with a Purpose. I'm your host, Sylvia Montgomery, and I have as my guest today, Kelly Thorpe. Hello, Kelly. Hey, Sylvia. Thanks for having me. You're so welcome. I'm glad you could be here. Now, Kelly is the founder and CFO from Commas with Kelly. And as a fractional CFO, business advisor, and speaker, Kelly leads service-based business owners and senior level corporate executives to elevate profitability without burnout. Her commitment to unlocking the story behind their numbers, optimize productivity, and drive revenue growth through her proven proven five-step profit acceleration methodology is relentless. Kelly launched her firm in 2020, leveraging 20 plus years of corporate strategic expertise. It rapidly grew into a profitable multi-six-figure firm in the pandemic's first year, and that was all without burnout. Commas with Kelly does business, bookkeeping, accounting, and provides CEOs with financial strategies to stay in their zone of genius, have the work-life balance and vision when deciding to become an entrepreneur, and sustain up a profit for long-term wealth and legacy. Their tell-it flat fee structure optimizes cost predictability, allowing business owners to have their very own CFO in their back pocket without the six-figure cost of a C-suite employee on their payroll. So, wow, Kelly, this is awesome to launch a business and then to just see it just explode into six-figure income during the pandemic. As the pandemic is just getting started in itself, is just awesome. As you know, so many businesses closed during that season, but not Commas with Kelly. Commas with Kelly was flourishing. And we're just so thankful to have you here today. Now, Kelly, I am told many times that once a person uh, starts a company, that two of the people they need to make sure that they have on standby um, as part of their team is someone who knows legalese. And then that other person uh, should be someone in the financial arena. But as a CFO, um, that's totally on a on a different level. 
Am I correct? Yes, definitely. I think um, what entrepreneurs are used to is a CFO are in big Fortune 500 companies, right? It's typically not a title that solopreneurs, even as you grow and expand to be build a team, usually don't think CFO. Most think bookkeeper. That's usually the lane they go to first because that's what everyone hears more common is a bookkeeper. So I appreciate you inviting me and having me as a guest on your podcast because one of my biggest works is educating people on how a fractional CFO can be so impactful in entrepreneurs' businesses. Can you just shed a little light on um, what some of those differences are? Um, Bookkeeping is certainly important, but how does the fractional CFO differ to help out businesses? Yeah, great question. So a CFO, a fractional CFO specifically helps you with strategic financial planning in your business. So what we do is we take those profit and loss statements and balance sheets that maybe your bookkeeper sends you on a monthly or quarterly basis and that you drag and drop into a file in your Outlook or on your server and never really look at them those reports, or you wait till tax season to look at them, those reports. We take those and we actually look at them. So if you had a bookkeeper on your team, what you would do is forward those reports to your fractional CFO. You really don't need to look at them because it's our job to look at them. And then we take it a step further and actually analyze those numbers. What does that income tell us for this period of time compared to last period of time compared to what your visions and goals are in your firm? So for me, it's very, very important that I onboard clients where I am genuinely interested in their work and what they do because a large part of discovery with me people are usually surprised is not even your numbers it's more what is your goals what are your visions what are your goals and i'm not just talking financially i'm talking big picture for your business because a lot of times you aren't you're just working you're in the rat race of your business and you can even be caught in the weeds of doing the day-to-day -day aspect of your business but you haven't thought beyond the the day-to-day -to, -day to see how to reach those long-term sustainable goals and that's what a fractional cfo does we take those numbers we create the tailor-made long-term financial strategy and then we hold your hand along the way if you get off track to say hey Remember, we're, we're headed towards this goal this month or this goal this quarter, and then even reconstruct them along the way if we hit bumps in the road or things happen. But it really is an important person to have on your team for long-term sustainability in your firm. That is good to hear. That was actually one of the questions I wanted to ask you. So how long a term would a fractional CFO have um, with a business? Yeah, no, that's a great question. So the word fractional in front of CFO basically implies that you have a CFO in your firm for a fraction of the time, right? So if you think of Fortune 500 companies, Fortune 500 companies did not become Fortune 500 without financial strategy, nor did they wait until they became a Fortune 500 company to hire a CFO. 
they got there through financial strategy, right? So the biggest part of that in, in how long a fractional CFO is to be in your firm is as long as your firm is in existence, right? Because you're going to need strategy. The great part about a service like mine is, as you mentioned in the intro, we are in this to not make your pockets bleed, right? I don't take on clients that aren't a, already in a profitable state. So whatever the profitability looks like, it doesn't have to be, you know, millions or even multiple six figures. You just got to know what that you're profitable. And you already have to know that you're full time and you want all in in your business. Those two things prompt at least a strategy call with me, if nothing else hop on a free strategy call or with any fractional CFO and see, do you feel the energy of them? How do you feel? Do you feel comfortable? It's your finances. People already don't want to talk about them, right? We don't even want to talk about our personal finances with anyone. You definitely don't want anybody all in your deep dive of your business. So you have to be comfortable with that person because we're going to see you in your most naked, vulnerable state, right? So schedule a strategy call um, and our fees are flat fees. I'm pretty open. Our fees start at $11.50 a month and it's, it's a flat fee focused structure. So we know, you know what you're going to pay every month. Um, and you know what you're going to get every month. And the reason I take profitable firms is because if you already have profitable, even if you don't know what your numbers are, you might know I got money in the bank, so I'm doing something right. I'll take you out of that space and let you know this is what your profit margin is. And my goal is going to always be to at least 3x that profit margin. So paying whatever the fee of a fractional CFO is, it's not going to be an issue. You're not even going to think about it anymore. Usually people come to me and they're nervous. They're like, oh my God, how much is this going to cost me, right? And then they realize it's actually pretty affordable, right? Especially... If you've hired a business coach, we already know. I have a business coach. I know how much I pay her. I know how much you guys are paying in business coaches fees. It's usually more than that $11.50 a month, right? So if you can afford that, and that's a short-term service that isn't directly impacting, and she or he or she doesn't know your numbers. I know your numbers. So you're not going to reach a space where you're not going to be able to afford the service nor the value of the service that we provide. So that's it. Usually a fractional CFO is in the space as long as your business is in the space. And we usually sit down with you once a month, maybe once every month, every other month, just depending on what your goals are and where you are in your business. Mm -hmm. That is great to know, Kelly, because initially I'm like, wow, CFO sounds a little intimidating, even a even a uh, fractional CFO, um, because you're talking a C-suite executive, and that requires a C-suite pay. So that's good for people to know um, that um, you know they, it, that it is something that is affordable, especially if they are a profiting business, and that's what you're looking for anyway. And not only that, but you're going to help them profit three times more than what they currently are. So that is just awesome. Do you work specifically with startups? Yeah. So we usually startups come to us when they're, they've already done their EIN. They kind of know where their zone of genius is and what they're going to do. And they'll schedule a strategy with us, usually looking for a bookkeeper, right? Because that's the first person that they're usually looking for. Um, and we do have a full bookkeeping team. So 
you have two options with our service. You can come to us if you are married to your bookkeeper and you know that's the person that you want to keep and you want to just add strategy on. Or if you're like, I just kind of want to streamline things and bring it all in-house, have a one-stop shop, you have that option. So usually they come to us in the looking for a bookkeeper state. Um and we talk what their visions and goals are and where the strategy should be. And usually they stay in just bookkeeping for a period of time because, again, I'm never going to put someone in the service that I know they're not quite ready to afford. So usually we keep them in bookkeeping until their revenue. We've driven it up to a point that they're ready for a strategy on a more regular basis. Mm -hmm. So that's great to know that um, you do have those bookkeeping services so that they could also come to you for that as well, because we all know how important that service is in any business, um, especially uh, for someone who's just getting started. And then there's the fractional CFO that as they're growing, that they could um, come back to and we look at that. And consider that for their business as well. And, you know, it's just such an advantageous thing to have that um, in the business. That fractional CFO, you know, really does that um, full-blown high-level thinking when it comes to the finances for the business to really help that business be as profitable as it could possibly be. So, um, Kelly, Tell me a little bit about um, how you started in this particular business and how is it that it just sort of translates to you living your purpose? You know, it's, it's all God. It really, really is. Um, I, I can't, when I tell the story, I just am humbled by, I don't have a, oh, I built a business plan or I always wanted to work for myself type of story. The Lord literally just threw me in this business and I was like, all right, that's what I do. I um, I worked in finance and accounting roles and usually big law, big American Lawyer 100 top firms in the DC area. So I worked in law firms as small as $2 million in revenue, all the way up to $3 billion revenue law firms. And I literally started out as an accounting clerk and worked my way through the ranks. I had a kid very young, my first year in college at 19. I was a single mom and just working my way through taking care of my son and trying to finish college. But all in all, I knew that I wanted to be an accountant. I knew from the age of 16, that's what I wanted to be. So I've always pressed and went above and beyond as I worked my way up in the corporate world. And literally in March of 2020, right on the day the world shut down, I think it was March 16, 2020, I started a new job at the number 11 lobbying firm in the country as their chief administrative officer. I was the only black woman in the firm and I was the only woman in the C-suite. Um, so it was very eye-opening position to be in, in a politically driven, I was at a lobbying firm, right? So it was definitely a very different environment for me. And so as I navigated that dynamic in a lobbying firm, I started this job the day the pandemic happened. This firm had never worked remotely. 
I had already innovated a firm prior to me. They were remote for six years. So the firm that I left to go there, they literally just took their laptops home and kept on working business as usual because the whole five years I was there, that's what they were already used to doing. But this firm had never worked remotely and it was my first day. So I had a big, big thing to manage, clearly. But while I was navigating that, my old employer came to me and they were like, we don't want to replace the CFO role here. Can you figure it out? How can you continue to help us in your new role? And I was like, I don't know. This this new job is a lot. It's, it's, it's a lot, um, but I can help you guys out on the weekend whenever I can find some time, but I can't do it any other time. And they just kept coming and kept coming. And then I was like, you know what? Why should I get, I'll give it a shot. Gave them a shot. Another group of lawyers had went out into their own solo practice, formed a small practice firm and came to me and was like, hey, Kelly, what are you doing? Can you help us? Before I knew it, I had two clients that were paying my exact same salary that I was making at my current job within the first three months. And I wasn't tracking my numbers. I was just serving and helping the people that I worked with for 10 to 12 years and trying to get their firms going while trying to manage the C-suite and this challenging role at my new job. And it wasn't until around Christmas, December of 2020 that I actually sat down and saw my numbers. And I was like, holy crap, this is insane. I'm already making my current salary. Why am I even doing this still? So the week before Christmas, I gave my full-time job the notice. And I was like, hey, I've launched a whole company and I've already started working with other clients. You all have the option to transition to be a client or I'll help you source to replace my role. Here's what I propose and what a client transition would look like. Um, and here are your options. When we came back for the first of the year, they took me up on my offer and they became a client. So that was how it happened. And I, it is. And, and all in all, while I did it, I never felt tired because I was, I knew it was nothing but God. I was working in my passion. I had already been burnt out working in corporate. So I knew what not to do to burn myself out. Right. So I was working in my passion and my zone and serving people. But the way that I priced myself and the way that people appreciated my value made it so I could price in a competitive way that I wasn't burning myself out and I'd already supplemented my salary. Well, Kelly, I just want to say this. I am completely speechless right now. I really don't. I was too. <laughs> I don't know what to say and how to come back with that because I, you know, it truly it truly was God at work in your life. Mm -hmm. um, the thing I like about it, though, is, you know, when God is trying to do something in our lives, so often we have all these excuses of why we can't do it. And initially you were like, well, I have a job, right? <laughs> you know, but you didn't let the no keep you. You figured out a way to work it out. And, you know, I got to say, figuring things out is I came up with a terminology that nobody knows but me, and that's everything is figure it outable. <laughs> figure <laughs> it outable. Okay. And that's exactly what you did. And through all of that, the blessings, I mean, you didn't even realize what you were doing. I didn't. It sounds like it. Yeah. No, I just knew my purpose was mm -hmm. 
to serve people with finances. Like I said, it's funny. I had a friend from high school send me a text recently. Someone I actually mentioned I should post this on social media. It was a picture of me. I'd done a cotillion. And in my bio, it says, and when Kelly grows up, she wants to be an accountant. I was 16 years old at that time. So I knew that I just knew my purpose was to help people with their finances. And that's literally what I was doing. I was just serving and helping people. I didn't know I was building a business at the time. I was just serving and helping people in an area that I knew the Lord was leading me to, to walk and call and, and help people in. Mm-hmm. It sounds awesome. And, it, you know, it just sounds like something that was just magically happening, happening for you um, in a positive way. But I'm sure there were some challenges along the way. There's the pandemic for one, because that was just a challenge for every single living being who was here at that time. Um, but can you speak to some of the challenges that you've had um, in your business, even before you knew you had a business or as after you became Commas with Kelly? Yeah, you know, it's funny. You, um, you're the first person, I think, and usually that's a question a lot of people you think would ask, but you're the first person that has asked me the challenges I've faced in the last three years. And the biggest challenge that I faced is I went through a very difficult divorce in 2021. And going through, as you can imagine, a divorce, the pandemic is still happening. Um, I had a young, I have a young daughter navigating all of that in the time of just transitioning full-time into a business that again remember the lord just gave me this business i didn't have a business plan right so i didn't know divorce was becoming i didn't know i would be full-time in the business so i didn't financially well let me say this i didn't intentionally financially plan for this right so it was a huge challenge for me to adjust and be able to run the business, navigating that very personal and emotional space in my life. And it took a lot of therapy. It took a lot of meditation and prayer and focus on knowing that despite this bump in the road, the Lord has this plan that I'm working in this calling and a purpose according to what the plan is he has for me. Um, but it also took discipline. It took a lot of discipline and tenacity to stay the course along the way and to actually sit out and sit down and write out that business plan that I didn't do initially because I couldn't take it for granted that I was just going to continue to flourish financially the way that I did and that the business was going to continue to grow and clientele the way that it did. So I that challenge presented the opportunity for me to sit down and do those nuts and bolts planning that most people do at a foundational aspect of their business. And with that challenge, I was able to overcome and realize, okay, this is what my pricing structure can look like to help other small businesses so I could price myself in a point where it was affordable, but also sustainable for my business long-term to be around um, and to overcome the challenge of navigating such a personal space in that area of business. I also had to realize that you can't do anything but put it all in God's hands, right? So I would literally pray, and I still do today. I pray, I do not take on any client that calls me and books a discovery. 
I intentionally pray that God brings the clients to me that realize that we can serve one another because it's important. And I realize that God puts people in your circle for a reason. It's not just for me to serve them in their finances. Each and every one of my clients serves me in ways that they know and some of them will never know. So all of that definitely helped me to realize during the challenging times to become back grounded and realize where the source and who the source really is. Challenges are very important to some degree because they do help us in other ways. And it helps to um, helps us to become um, fully who God intends for us to be and getting that business plan in place was definitely something you needed to do in order to even make your company more profitable at the very onset um, when you didn't know what you were doing really, or it was just just helping people, you know? And I think that um, in saying that, it's just something that um, it, it just seems like in all of your business career, um, you have been helping people, um, but you've been providing the type of help that makes you feel fulfilled um, and living your purpose. So I just want to say kudos to you for fulfilling that passion um, to such an nth degree because um, you're doing your thing and um, I'm just so happy for you. And you're so inspiring for others um, who are trying to figure out whether or not they can make it or they can do it or you know um, as they're going through various challenges if it's going to be possible to come out of it and so you're just a living witness of for all of that so I just want to thank you um, for sharing all of that with us today thing that you could do differently Kelly what would it be oh my gosh you come with the tough questions today what would I do differently um I would have projected my value earlier on in my business. I think initially rolling out since I was able to replace my current salary. So it was literally, literally a lateral move for me starting out. I kind of just went along and said, hey, I'm a bookkeeper. That's how I started out. I used to tell people, hey, I'm just a bookkeeper. Um, I'm just a bookkeeper. And then when people met me and they actually went on LinkedIn and saw my profile and saw my background, or they heard me um, talk, tell my story on someone's platform. Um, that was actually how I met my business coach. She came to me and she was like, stop saying you're just a bookkeeper. You have so much background and so much that you could leverage to help people to know that entrepreneurs don't even know exist out there for them. So you're not just a bookkeeper. And I felt like if I knew that earlier on, I could have impacted even more people earlier on because I was helping multi-million dollar companies. They didn't need, I mean, to a certain degree, they didn't need much financial strategy, right? Because they were they usually already had some type of sustainable plan. They just needed a touch base every few months or so. But if I knew the value of just how I'm sharing with you today on why entrepreneurs need a fractional CFO, then I know I would have reached far more people. So differently, I would have projected and vocalized the value that I bought from the onset. Mm -hmm. And I think many of us make that mistake 
that we really, um, we don't give ourselves as much credit as we probably should. We sort of, we're very, very humble when it comes to what we do or what we can do. And sometimes we don't even realize what we have the potential to do. Uh, we just don't see ourselves in that light. So I think knowing our value, especially when it comes to a business, is very important because that allows us to be competitive with the pricing. Sure, a lot of people may not be able to pay for our services, but then maybe those aren't the people that you're targeting or that um, who need to be working with you. Um, but it's just important to know what you bring to the table in any business that um, we provide services or products for. Yeah, I completely agree. And I think, and it's nothing wrong. I used to feel bad when someone couldn't, couldn't be, couldn't work, work with me because they weren't quite there to afford it. But then I knew letting them go, that just meant the Lord had someone else that was meant to be in that space. And it wasn't a no forever. It was just a stepping stone that they had to do, had to get to. Um, and it's fine. It's people, we have to know. I think it's as Christ followers, you just have genuinely usually the heart of humility right so we it's easy to just humble ourselves and come to this place and we think of it as boasting or bragging is not what we're supposed to do and we have to get out of that mindset because we're doing a disservice to the people we could be serving that don't even know we exist out there and you don't have to do it in a boasty or braggy way just let them know what you're out there or what the lord has gifted you with and how you can serve them excellent well put um so as a fractional uh, CFO, you could be working with multiple businesses at a time, correct? Correct. Yes. So that's what we do. Our firm, um, we do have multiple clients. So we take on multiple businesses. Uh, we only do service-based provider businesses. So it offers a space for us to somewhat still niche in because we focus on service-based businesses. But it is, you can think of us as how bookkeepers run their portfolios. Usually bookkeepers have, uh, depending on how many, how much time they have in a day or if they have a team, they'll have several clients at one time. So we have a team of people that we allows us to have several clients at one time. Um, but there is a limit on the number of clients we do take. Um, because I am still in the phase, you know, it's important in entrepreneurship to streamline and know when to outsource and when to delegate. And I've done that very well in every area. So I'm not quite ready to delegate the fractional CFO piece and expand to um, branching to more fractional CFOs in my firm yet. So with that, that limits me to the number of clients that I will accept, right? Because like I said at the beginning, I want to genuinely have that high touch and understanding of what my clients do. So with that, we only accept a limited number of fractional CFO clients, but we do take bookkeeping only clients and that's a higher number. We do business advisory. So Let's say you happen to have an outstanding bookkeeper. You're not quite sure if you're ready for fractional CFO, but you need us to do some temporary um, strategy behind streamlining and optimizing productivity in your firm. We have short-term contract options where we do that too. But yeah, we work with multiple businesses at one time. 
And are you open to new clients at this time? Yes. So we actually have three slots. Um, so we have three current openings for fractional CFO clients. And the best way to reach me, you can reach me at commas with Kelly and that's commas with the K. I'm sure Sylvia will have this all in the bio. Um, commas with Kelly on any social media platform or www.commaswithkelly.com. And there's a form there that you can fill out to apply to become a CFO client. And then we'll get that process or that application and schedule a discovery with you and see if we're a good fit for you. Awesome. Awesome. So Kelly, um, just one more question. What one piece of wisdom would you share right now with someone um, who had a passion similar to yours, or they just uh, just wanted to live out their purpose? What piece of wisdom would you give to them? Oh, gosh, I think the first thing that comes to me is jump. Take the jump, jump out there and do it. And don't be afraid to ask for help when you take the jump. Um, don't let someone's demeanor or their background intimidate you um, because you never know what that person has to offer you and you never know what they'll open up to be able to pour into you as you take the jump. So jump, don't be afraid to ask for help. Great advice, great advice. So Kelly, thank you so much for being here today. We definitely will have all of that information um, within your bio so that people can reach out to you. Uh, just so great having you here today. I have learned a lot. And um, I'm sure others have learned a lot and I'll continue. I, you know, I just want God to continue to bless you, continue to keep flourishing in your business as I know you will. The same with you, Sylvia. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you. And thanks for walking in your purpose and giving us this platform. You have just listened to Streaming with a Purpose with your host, Sylvia Montgomery. Thank you for tuning in. Continue to stay tuned in with us. Be on the lookout for our next episode. Until then, bye-bye.